The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. Welcome to the show, kids. This is episode two of Tales from the Collectorverse, and thanks for joining us. So here we are, um, co-hosts here. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, there's Ryan. I'm I was here about too. to throw it over to, you know, <laughs> welcoming Ryan to the show. And uh, I'm Ed. Of, uh, so Ryan's on the main show with uh, True North Nerds, and uh, you can also find me on uh, Snowhawk Cosplay stuff. So how's your past month been here, Ryan? What have you been up to? Oh, it's been pretty quiet, you know, well, with everything the pandemic going on, and it's been tough to go toy hunting. Um, I've avoided going to Walmart for the most part. Uh, I actually thought this was going to be a quiet month. I didn't think I was going to have any new toys to talk about, and then all of a sudden I had a bunch of new stuff to talk about. Well, I've been, you know, jotting everything down over the past month, and yeah, same here. I've when we uh, met last time and recorded, and we were talking about some of the things we're looking forward to and some of the stuff we had in the wind, um, some of my stuff has showed up now and has sh- and has been unpacked and on my shelf. And, uh, yeah, a few things that, uh, you know, stuff I had ordered from, you know, Big Bad Toy Store, EB Games. And, and uh, you know, when we get into our first segment here, we'll talk about all the things we bought, but. It ended up being a pretty busy month. Yeah, no, it's one of those, it it snuck up on me. I didn't think I was going to, like I said, I didn't think, you know, there was just, there wasn't any, nothing was showing up in stores. Uh, I wasn't going to stores. And then I bought a bunch of stuff and we might as well get into it. All right. So our our first feature here, and we kind of... You know, shows evolve and change as you're recording. So we've got three segments here. So now we got six figures a month. And wish we were talking about money, but, you know, this is an action figure podcast, not not a hedge fund finances podcast. So six figures this month. What did you end up getting, Ryan? Oh, okay. So like I said, I started off the month slow. I didn't think I was going to get anything. Um, so I find we've got a local auction site that uh, I've tried to win stuff on, mm-hmm. and I've never had any luck. And then within two weeks, I ended up winning like at least two different auctions uh, and a bunch of different stuff. So I got the Amazon-exclusive Marvel Legends three-pack that has um, the Sentinel. It has, well, like the small one, um, oh, it has um, Phantom X, yeah. and it has Psylocke. Okay. And I got a real good deal on it. So I was happy with that and getting, you know, the package was a little beat up, but I don't care because I'm not an in-package collector. Yeah. yeah. Who cares about that? And, uh, it's, oh, it's a really nice figure. Like all the white paint on them is like, it's crisp and clean. Uh, also from the auction site, I, I added to my lightsaber collection. I won a Darth Revan force effects, elite lightsaber. And it, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, we were before we started recording here. I was playing with it, so yeah, it's got a couple new features. Uh, this one you can change it from uh, it's a purple blade to a red blade. Uh, in the video game Darth Revan, you could be light side or dark side depending on uh, your choices. And then it's got new features like uh, the blaster def- deflection. So you press the little green button, you just press it, and it'll light up a certain spot. And the more you press it, the more it bounces around. It makes a def- deflector noise. Uh, and then it's got the like wall melt- melting feature. So like when you hold the button down, the tip changes color, it glows white, and then kind of like 
other other colors coming off of it as if it's like melting something hot. So that's pretty pretty cool. It looks really nice on my shelf with my other uh, lightsabers and props. And well, and it was actually kind of a fun feature to play with. Um, I have the Kylo Ren Force Effects, just a regular one. And, you know, it's kind of like, I wish that was on mine. But Well, they made a Force Effects Elite Kylo Ren one. Except for I can't afford that. No, that one's That's, a little more expensive. I got a pretty good deal on on my force effects anyways because i you know i paid 200 bucks for it and that is not 200 anymore no, no. <laughs> and i got pretty lucky on amazon getting that from the hasbro store on amazon yeah so i've been looking for a, a good lightsaber for a while because apparently my disney store one is it's nice it works it's it works it works fine but uh you know i was like I was told uh, if I got a better lightsaber, I'd just take my Kylo Ren to the next level. So I thought, oh, well, I'm making the money. So let me help stimulate the economy with a a, uh, lightsaber. The one last thing with the the new, the Force Effects ones, like the Elite ones, uh, you can remove the blade. You can remove and just the have a, a, just have a metal hilt to Ooh. carry on your belt. Now, on the downside, this one doesn't have um, any clips on it to actually clip onto your belt. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. And then it's got a little plug that you can put in, so you can. So it looks like it has the emitter on the end of the lightsaber okay. and stuff. So, so I got that, and then uh, I did pick up some other action figures. Actually, you found two of them for me. Yep. Uh, when you were out and about, you found uh, Dark Ray and Moff Gideon from one of the latest waves of uh, Star Wars Black Series. And those ones, they, I've seen them pop up a few places. Like I've seen the, you know, Carl Weathers, the Grief Garga, and I found... There was the Armorer. Yeah, I've seen the Armorer a lot. Yeah, she's floating around now because she's that was a reissue in that wave. Yeah. But, so, and then uh, there was also the gift, like the, the fancier gift pack that showed up locally at Toys R Us too. So I think a lot of people, at least around here that wanted it, have got it. Yeah, so. the um, yeah the Carl Weathers he's been disappearing quick and the and the uh, little Ugnod he's been disappearing quick. Yep. Um, which I'm I didn't get in into any of the Mandalorians so I I didn't start with a Mandalorian so therefore I will not get the rest of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, I'm holding off on those other ones for now because I'm happy. But these these ones both fit into you know Gideon. I wanted the dark saber so I could give it to my other my. my you know my Mando figure, but he he'll fit in nicely with my Imperial officers mm-hmm. and my other Imperial stuff, and then the Dark Ray will just fit perfectly with the new uh, the new Star Wars toys. So. Yep. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, actually Brent found these ones for me. So yeah, everybody else is having luck for me. Because yeah, you're not leaving the house. Yeah, exactly. I'm being a good boy. I'm staying home. Um, found me the Marvel Legends Spider Verse Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales, and. These look like they just jumped right off the screen, right out of the cartoon. Uh, he's got two different shoes. Like Peter's got two different shoes, and his pants don't, you know, they don't fit properly. They're too short. Yep. He's got the overcoat. He comes with a cup of uh, juice or a pop or something with a straw in it. Uh, the only problem I've had with them so far is it's um, it's got the double elbows. Mm-hmm. The one side is is locked. I haven't tried to heat it up to loosen it yet yep. because I, I just haven't got around to it, but. Um, Every time I try, like if you go any harder on it, it's gonna. Like, I'll pop the other side, and I don't want to yep. wreck it. So, I'll try the old heat heat gun or hot water trick. And uh, sometimes with those, I take a little exacto knife. Yeah. And I'll I'll just because sometimes like a little bit of the glue or the flashing will get into the joint. So I'll take a. Um, you just like at the dollar store, you can get a really fine scalpel, like oh, one okay. of the crafting scalpels. Yep. And I'll put the finest blade on there, and then I'll just put it into the joint and just wiggle it back and forth just kind of separate the joint a little bit and uh, that frees it up and then you can open up or you can move the arm so there you go there's a nice little action figure tip for you on how to you know the new articulation to get it to work there you go so uh what'd you get this week well um last episode i was talking about my pre-order of my ash williams for the toonie terror set i still have not got my pre-order because the eb games i ordered it from is not open but i found some on the eb games website so i ordered it so i did get my ash williams toonie terror i still have one more on order nice and it's been pretty great um i also found 
the McFarland Grim Knight. Oh, which uh, one's that one? He's the one with all the guns. Oh, that one. Okay, with, yeah. with the big gun piece on his yeah, back. Yeah, he's got he's got these guns that are kind of set like angel wings on his back, and he comes with uh, like a little MP5 and a grenade launcher. And so the storyline with that one is during the uh, Gotham Knights storyline, he is the Batman who uses any weapon necessary to dispatch justice. So basically, if Punisher was a Batman. Yeah. But the figure just looks amazing. It's like Batman with all tech tactical gear and weapons so i'm thinking it might be something i'm going to try in the future for a cosplay okay yep and well, it was just from it wouldn't be too much different than adding you know adding on to your nightmare cosplay um is, is it a trench coat batman this batman nope. or is it a cape nope no cape no trench coat just like oh so just tactical gear just like a turtleneck with a big uh silver colored bat on the chest okay with like web gear and lots of belting and bandoliers and and guns knee pads and guns so i'm thinking oh i could have fun with that one yeah um so i'm gonna try maybe a grim knight in the future the other thing i got was um adding on to my masters universe collection so the last wave i ended up finding she-ra and merman so i already had zodak and i already had roboto Yep. Uh, we end up finding She-Ra and Merman. Uh, actually, Brent found the Merman for me, and um, my wife found She-Ra for me. And then one day I hit Walmart, and I got really lucky with the Deluxe Armor ones. Oh, I ended yes, up you getting did. He-Man, Deluxe Armor He-Man, Deluxe Armor Skeletor. So if you remember, those are the ones, you know, when we were kids that if you tap the chest the tumbler would rotate and then you could have battle damage. Yeah. So how do they do it now? Same, same. It still has a rotating tumbler. Just a rotating okay, tumbler. See, I thought it would be like just replaceable. Nope. Same, think, same technology. Okay. I think that's what they did on the classics line, like the Maddie Collector ones. Mm-hmm. I think they gave them different chest plate pieces you could remove. Yeah, no, to get this that is effect. pretty cool. It, it worked exact, the exact same as the originals did. And the other cool thing is, is they come with two heads. Oh, yeah, I've seen so that. So you can swap the heads, and like Skeletor, one of them, Skeletor is smiling. Nice. So I took the smiling Skeletor head, and wave one Skeletor, you can actually pop that head off. So my wave one Skeletor now is smiling. Nice. Uh, and uh, Well, that's one thing I've heard about the way these have been made, is that they're they're modular. They, they're interchangeable. You can pop heads off and arms off, and yep. even with, and there's still, they work with the... Uh, the masters of the WWE universe weight figures too. Yeah. So I was able to, you know, I changed, swapped the heads for He-Man and then I also got Clamp Champ and Clamp Champ comes with two heads. Oh, okay. So Clamp Champ comes with a backpack that, uh, no, sorry, not a backpack. It's like this big gun. It looked like it had the same sort of post, like what GI Joe has. And I thought it was a backpack, but he doesn't have a, a hole in his back. So it's, this post is, the grip, the hand grip. For oh, okay. And then he's got these two mandible claws that lock back into place, and then you just press the button, and then Clamp Champ can clamp. That's cool. like a champ. <laughs> and he also comes with two heads. So I like the second head, so I swapped him. Oh, so that was also the same size then? The, the, the card backs are bigger on yep. these ones. Yeah. So that was like... Their the price point's a that. lot more, like their $25 price point. Okay, so yeah, $10, but, $10 uh, more? No, I was able to, I got lucky that morning. I stopped in at Walmart and I found all three, so that was a $75 touch day there. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I picked up, you had sent me the link on EB Games that um, oh, EB yes. dropped the price on the shield badge from Captain Marvel movie. Yes, the prop replica ones. So I ordered one of those because it was 30 bucks, and I figured, well, $30 for a shield badge and a nice leather wallet would be... Yeah, those are nice because it's a metallic badge. Yep. It's got some good weight to it. Like, it actually looks... I'll have to grab mine. Mine is more from, like, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, time frame when I got mine. Um, We'll just see. I'll have to go grab it later, and you can tell me if they're the same or not. Well, I imagine they are. I don't see them being different. I do have plans in the future to do like photo shoots of just like random shield stuff. 
And uh, I had somebody message me one day on my on my Snowhawk Instagram saying, "Hey, you'd be a perfect Colson." I was like, "Ooh, that might work." There you go. Uh, and then I ordered a bunch of stuff from last year on Big Bad Toy Store, and it shipped just after Christmas. So when we recorded episode one, it was in transit, and it got stuck. They in Mississauga in depot, forever because, you know, the whole COVID's break. affect the world. So I ended up getting the G.I. Joe vinyl record of the soundtrack. So I've listened to it a bunch of times. And actually, uh, when you came over last week, we were yep, in we the bunker and we were listening bunker. to it. So I bought a new record player for my bunker. And I have one in the ho- record player in the house and I bought a portable one for my bunker. So I could listen to G.I. Joe when I'm <laughs> out in the... With all my G.I. Joe in the bunker. I also got a G.I. Joe floor mat, which it's beautiful. Like, I love it. Um, it's not going to be used as a floor mat, no, though. No, no, no. I'm going to find a spot away from the door, and nothing will ever stand on it, you know. You always put it on a frame and hang it. Yeah, I thought about that. Maybe hang it on the wall, but I might put it in front of the TV or something like that there in the bunker. Yeah. And then the other thing I had purchased with that set was the NECA Ultimate Friday the 13th Part 6 Jason. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one um, when I was over. No, it was down the, in the basement. Yeah, it's with the rest of the toys. So it, I'm a huge, like I'm, I love, I love Halloween. I love Friday the 13th. Those yeah. are my two favorite slasher modern era horror movies. And out of all the Friday 13th movies, Friday 13th Part 2 is my favorite. But Jason doesn't show up with the hockey mask until 3. Okay. In 2, he's still just wearing the burlap sack on his head. Oh, okay. My favorite version of Jason is 6. Because 6, at the beginning, that's where he comes back to life and kills a bunch of people who are paintballing. (laughs) <laughs> they're on this company retreat okay and so jason ends up grabbing like a machete and a hunting knife from them and it's my favorite version of jason and i for this year for our halloween shoot yep. we're doing jason we're doing part six. Oh, so okay so next the next yep. the, the, the next time we do a halloween shoot yep okay. so october october 2021 will be a friday the 13th shoot based on Number six, I got that figure. It's it's amazing. Those NECA Ultimates. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about them more in our next segment. But uh, yeah, they're. I I could see myself getting a few of them in the future. I have. I've also pre-ordered another one. It's supposed to be coming. Um, kind of touch on the other figure I got coming on the future figure report or future figure files. But I've got the ultimate. Ultimate Michael Myers coming. Oh, okay. From 2018. So the uh, the reboot or the the sequel, the new the, the new, new movie. Yeah, the new Halloween. I have that figure coming. And okay. it's got like multiple heads, multiple weapons. I just I'm like, okay, the the Jason from six blew my mind. I'm like, I have to get an ultimate definitive Michael Myers for my collection. So I did some rearranging in my office and now I have a horror shelf. So I have my Toonie Terrors, Michael Myers, my Toonie Terrors, Jason. I have uh, come up some of the little blind bag Jasons. Okay. I yep. have my Ash Williams Toonie Terrors and now I have my collector Jason and I'll have my collector Michael. And then I also made, um, if you saw on my Instagram, on the Snowhawk Instagram, I'll share it to our new uh Tales Instagram here, but I also made a light box. I saw that on on Facebook. Yeah, light box with, uh, uh, I used some old barn board and put LEDs, uh, fixed them on inside of a hockey mask, and uh, it's on a strobe effect, so it's pretty cool. I'm making up a couple of them now. Nice. Uh, So now I have a a shelf dedicated to horror, but I'm, I'm getting... Really, 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 really loving those figures. Like NECA is just 
killing it. Oh yeah, they always no. have. But. Yeah, they have. So we might. Yeah, well, with that saying that, we might as well roll into uh, the next segment. So our next segment here is future figure files, and we're going to cover some of the stuff we've seen that are coming out in the next weeks, months, year. And speaking about NECA, the one that kind of jumped out at us as a must-get is the Defenders of the Universe, Flash Gordon, Phantom, and, and Ming. Uh, Ming, Ming yes. Merciless. Now, the, the Flash Gordon and Ming are not the Sam Jones, Max von Sydow movie version. It's the comic book version, or the original pulp. But uh, uh, Brent actually shared it between our group chat. Man, they look amazing. Yeah, no, it's yeah, they're. Like, I'm not, you know, I enjoy Flash Gordon, and I, you know, and I'm sure I've seen that Phantom movie that came out back in the night was the '90s. Yep, with Billy Zane. Yeah, I'm sure. I've, I know I've seen that. Oh, that movie's that movie is great. I saw I it back in the '90s. Um, I'm tempted to get the Phantom. I could probably pass on the Flash Gordon figures. They look great, but, you know, I have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Did you see NECA announce their ultimate um, Frankenstein's monster? It's a black and white, like, grayscale figure. Comes with multiple heads. Comes with daisies. Comes with uh, shackles. Is it? Now, it's, I haven't seen it, but is it designed based on the Universal movie or just? Yeah. It's, it's, it was, is that Karloff, Borla? Yeah. yeah. Okay. If they're coming out with an ultimate Boris Karloff Frankenstein, I have to have that. I'll have to show you. I'll, I'll have to show you the pictures after. Yeah, I'll but have yeah. to have that for my Frank. Like I, I Frankenstein is one of my favorite movies of yeah. all time. I don't mean favorite horror movies. Like 1931 Frankenstein is my top 20 movies of all time. Okay. Like that is a must own, must watch. Never actually seen it. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we're not going to be recording anymore. Apparently, I'm not Ed's friend anymore. <laughs> Ed's pretty touchy like that. I'll win him back, though. Yeah, I do want the Phantom. I wish it was based on the Billy Zane movie version, but it's... But it's uh, the Phantom, so it's, it's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. It looks awesome. And I love that movie. That movie is just so much fun, like in the same vein as Rocketeer and and those 90s superhero movies now the other thing that NECA has coming out that i know you're gonna buy at least one of i'm sure and if you don't buy stuff that other things that in this line i'll be surprised they announced about last year's toy fair which i realized would have been this weekend this year's toy fair would have been now okay but no toy fair this year yeah sadly enough they announced uh the NECA full one-to-one scale prop batarang from the 89 Okay, I have seen Batman. that. Yeah. I was going to say, I sent you the pictures. Yeah. No, I have seen that one. Um, now, they're, they're plastic. They got pointy edges. But like it's from what I've seen, the price point is under $20. So it's very hard to find a good prop replica for, for 20 bucks. Yeah. And it comes with its own little stand. It folds in like they did in the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm going to buy one to add to my DC props collection um then there's also the, the 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 gun that he uses that shoots the two lines for yep. when they're escaping the museum yep. and then the, the the gatling gun it looks more like it's from the i want to say it's more the one from arkham from the arkham games it's got the spool with the it could be from the movie as well i'm just not you know i'm not as familiar with it as you are yeah but it's got like the 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 anchor like the 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 arrowhead and the spool and the gun part and that looks really cool. I may pick that one up for my prop. The one with the the two zip line thing might be a bit big for me, but I think those would be cool props for your Batman uh, cosplays. Yeah, well, I definitely want a Batarang. Uh, I've tried making one and and like the the grapnel gun I have. I have the uh, DC Multiverse when. Uh, oh yeah, the one that came with the the yeah when Batman the versus figures. Superman. And actually, that's a pretty great yeah for prop. being a build a figure piece thing. Yeah, because it you know it actually fits my hand like it's actually made for an adult. Yeah, and uh, all I did was I just broke the display base off of it and made a made a holster for it so I could so you could wear it. Yeah. I could wear it with my Batman stuff. Um, 
in my future figure files report here, I have um, McFarland is coming out with a Batman Beyond figure. Yes. Now, which one are you talking about? Because there's two Batman Beyonds. Well, this would be the Terry McGinnis one. No, well, there's two versions of it. Um, there's the single pack Batman Beyond where he's got the faceplate has like the lips and the nose. Okay. And then there's the Target exclusive. So who knows if, what we'll get up here. That's got the more the armored, like the, the straight down face. Okay. And that one comes with Build-A-Figure pieces for... It's like a Batman Joker hybrid character from one of the stories, or one of the more recent stories. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, is it from Future's End? Maybe. I'm not sure. But so the, the way they're doing it is there's that one. There's going to be three more figures, but they're going to be targeted exclusives, and they come out one a month. And one of them is a, a like a Batman Beyond, a Batwoman Beyond, sorry. Okay. So yeah, they look pretty cool. But sorry, I, I interrupted. Yeah, no, I... The, I just saw it, I saw it really quickly on the uh, McFarlane Instagram page that they were coming out with a Batman Beyond. So I'm pretty excited for that because I, I do really like Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um, the other thing. Well, from, before we move on from McFarlane's, yep. um, I'm looking forward to finding, I, I kind of want that new bat cycle. That's like the uh, the bones of a bat. If you want to, you know, it's like a bat. It's from the new death metal. It's one okay. of the death metal Batman uh, toys, but it's uh, it should be in stores soon. It's like yeah, it's a it's a bat cycle, but it's like a skeleton with a bat head on the front, and there's a specific Batman from the dark metal Batman that's made to fit in it, and it's got like a I don't know if he has a like his cape has a split in the back, or if he's got like more of a trench coat, but uh, he he uh, comes with a uh, a big sickle. Okay, so he's kind of like Death Batman. And he rides a hog. That's pretty cool. Uh, and I did see just today. I was watching the Foosh Weekly News, and they found he talked about they showed a picture, and it was taken from what looked like a live stream with Todd, and on his desk were two figures that they haven't announced yet. Okay, there was a what looked like a Redeemer from Spawn. Yep. So in blue and gold with wings. Uh, looks like with articulation, so in the the McFarlane figures articulation, and the uh, oh, what's it, the cowboy spawn, like the yep that one, uh, also. So I I love the look of Redeemer and Redeemer spawn. Like just you put angel wings on it, and I'm probably gonna buy it. Yeah. So I haven't bought that new spawn. You picked one up, didn't you? The I got the Mortal spawn? Kombat spawn. Yeah. The newer yeah. So I'm now I'm. <sighs> I may have to go out and buy a Spawn figure. They're getting tough to find. Now. I know. They kind of disappeared. Just so, just so that I can have a Spawn to go with the Redeemer when it ever shows up. Yeah, because, uh. like, um, I hadn't bought, well, I haven't bought Spawn, Red Spawn in 20 years. I've never but read they, Spawn, but I've bought Spawn figures. When they came out with that Mortal Kombat Spawn, I'm like, okay, I have to have that because I have the very first Spawn action figure ever released. Yeah. The, uh, back, back in, like, 93 or something like that. Big B might have some. I think Big B has has uh, one of the spawns. I don't know if they got the battle axe or. Well, it really doesn't matter what accessory. It's the same no, figures. It's, so. Yeah, it's spawn. Um, the other future figure files. Now, I saw it on Big Bad Toy Store, and in the last week or so here, you're starting to hear stuff in the wind that they're coming out. It is Masters of the Universe Origins Castle Grayskull. Ah. And so I really want a big playset. I've seen videos taken here in in Canada, in Ontario, if you want to get real specific, and in the GTA of someone buying them. Well, and if so, you, they're they're out there. If you check online, there's certain spots you can check online and to find what the stock uh, yeah, in stores. If you yeah, want and, to track those, some stock, some places that says those that sites are. No, they you know they're as good as what they are because it's all you know, it's a third party site. That's you know getting into other companies' websites to track their stock and yeah. But we've they're saying that there's three in Barry, so I'm hoping I can find one here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, well, more on play sets later. And then the other one that was released on uh, 
Hasbro Pulse and, and uh, G.I. Joe has announced it is a new partnership between Fortnite and G.I. Joe, the Fortnite edition of Snake Eyes, which uh, my son, he's big into Fortnite and he's already got the Snake Eyes skin in Fortnite while well, they're releasing a figure of that. And I pre-ordered and it. You pre- and, as you say, and it's pre-orders open now for release this time next year? Yep. January 2022 is when we're going to get this figure. Uh, so listen for our update on it in episode 12. Yeah, exactly. Maybe 13. It's a pretty great looking figure. And I'm like really looking forward to getting that. Um, I don't care about the Fortnite weapons. I don't get into Fortnite. I'm not a Fortnite person. But but it comes with regular Joe weapons. Yes, the biggest regular Joe like weapons. The biggest differences between the Snake Eyes you already have and that one from the looks of the, in the pictures at least is slightly different paint job. It's slightly got a different, different logo on it. Um, I'd say a little bit different sculpt as well. Yeah, I think the chest might be a little different and the shoulders. I haven't looked super close at it. And uh, well, I guess I'll mention it here on the future figure files report. The Amazon had the exclusive Storm Shadow. Yes. Which uh, we pre-ordered, and our pre-order got... Well, we being you and Brent, I didn't buy oh, okay. it. Well, so I didn't yeah, get... Me and, me and Brent, uh, we pre-ordered the Storm Shadow. Our pre-orders got canceled. It popped up on Big Bad Toy Store as available for order from there. I jumped on it, and... Last week, I got notification it was ready to ship. So when I mentioned about the uh, Ultimate Michael Myers, it is coming with the G.I. Joe Classified Storm Shadow. Nice. That was the Amazon exclusive. So I am excited to get that. It is a, um, it's supposed to be the like the Arctic Missions version of Storm Shadow, but basically it's Storm Shadow with black and white design. Yeah. So if you're collecting... G.I. Joe back in the 90s, I would say it was inspired by the Ninja Force design of of Storm Shadow. So I'm excited for that. And the way it is right now, I once I get that, I'll have every single classified that has been released. Well, except, well, released. We're still waiting for... Those other Cobra Island ones have been yeah. released, just not up here. Yeah, we're still waiting for Firefly and Viper to be released in Canada. Uh, we're still waiting for Zartan and the and the Basic Trooper to be released in Canada. Um, as far as pre-orders go, I have pre-orders in for Lady J, and I have a pre-order in for Flint. Uh, he popped up on Big Bad Toy Store, so I'm like, hell with it, I pulled the trigger and I pre-ordered him. Nice. The nice thing with uh, Big Bad Toy Store, I can cancel at any time. Yeah. They don't charge your credit card until it shows up in their inventory. See, that's what I like. I like uh, when stores do it that way. It's like, don't charge me until you're ready to send it to me. Yeah. I understand there's some smaller stores out there that they need to charge you. Yep. As soon as you make the purchase to lock you in because they don't want to get screwed over for bringing something in. Yep. Well, we we did that on um, the the. Profit director wave. We yeah. pre-ordered with a, you know, a a smaller online store. Well, you can say their name. Well, we I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. So we ordered from Northman Collectibles. Yep. And great service. Yep. It's just I had to pay the money the day pay, we ordered. Yeah, we had to pay up front. So you pay up front, and the the only issue I had with that one was it was starting to show up at other retail. Yeah, you know, we never knew it was going to be an EB Games exclusive. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to show up at EB, and we were all going to have a chance to buy it before so before like, they came in. You know, Pump, Pimp Daddy Destro Classified Series is starting to pop up at EB, and it's like, well, we have them on order. Yeah. And it ended up being the same price. The only thing that sucked was tying up that money for yeah. three months. But that's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, he's a small shop. He still gets the stuff, but he doesn't get his orders fulfilled until after, you know, your EBs, your Walmarts, your other places get their stuff. So you just got to be patient. Yeah. And if we knew, if, if we knew that Pimp Daddy was going to show up somewhere else, we would have. Oh, we probably, yeah. We probably might have just bought it there instead of pre-ordering it. But in the end, I, well, in the end, I ended up with two. So. Yep. And I've, yeah, I got two as well because, well, Pimp Daddy is, uh, 
Such it's a, a great, great figure. figure. <laughs> and if you if you don't know who Pimp Daddy was, there there is quite a long story for like twenty five years here of of GI Joe where uh, Pimp Daddy was a a variant color, and they thought it was too weird, so they pulled it from the shelves. Yeah, and uh, repainted them. But they're they say that there's none in the wild, but I've seen pictures of them. I have a book uh, that GI Joe collect collector's book from 1997 through to uh, 2006 and pimp daddy shows up in there so yeah. he's an urban legend and i'm just kind of thankful that hasbro actually brought him back yeah no and it's it's one of those things it was it was surprising and funny that he showed up so early in the release of this toy line So I have a few more things then for yep. future news. So, uh, you know the the, the toy line, uh, the manufacturer Super Seven. Yep. You've heard of them? Yep. They did a bunch of the uh, the He Man classics and stuff like that. And so now they've got uh, they've been doing a lot of Ultimate Thundercats figures. Okay. So they've announced they're doing a uh, Thunder Tank that's made to scale with their seven inch Thundercats figures. Okay. Um, it it's twenty seven inches by seventeen inches, so it's you know, it's going to be a big piece of plastic. Uh, it's going to be able to hold six figures, and it's going to cost four hundred and fifty dollars. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, but that's one of those. That's if you're a Thundercats collector, uh, this is probably going to be the best Thunder Tank you'll ever find. The one that's going to be the most accurate to the cartoon. It has lights and sounds, opening thing, covers. Thundercats and- was something I never got into. I never owned Thundercats. Um, I did have like a little tiny micro version of a figure. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a few, but uh, that'll come up later in the play, in the playset discussion. Uh, also, they announced th- uh, a new Transformers line. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, their tra- their ultimate Transformers line is very much like the uh, the red line that Hasbro put out. Okay. So the non transforming Transformers, yeah. robot enhanced design. Yeah, these ones are uh, called Ultimates. Okay, and uh, they've announced it's uh, uh, the Ghost of Starscream. Okay, it comes with the crown and the cape and everything too. Uh, I think it's Bombshell. It's one of the insect- Insecticons. Okay. Optimus Prime, and then some guy I've never heard of. Must be from either the uh, comics or the Japanese or something. But yeah, some guy I'd never heard of. So it was an interesting lineup for the first wave. Especially Bombshell. But yeah. Then- Especially Ghost of Starscream, but not regular Starscream. And it's made in a, in a translucent plastic. Yeah, so it's kind of weird where they're, they're kind of picking from different yeah. eras of, of Transformers. We'll see how those turn out. Uh, and then they've teased, they got the license to do Silverhawks. Hmm. This was another one of those 80s cartoons, 90s cartoons that... Uh, Forgotten toy line. Yeah. Uh, and then just quick hits. Uh, we got uh, some Marvel Legends announcements. Uh, they're putting out a, ma- a, ma- a ma- maestro, mm-hmm. the Hulk, Smart yep. Hulk. Wasn't uh, he a build build a figure at one point? No. Okay. No, just uh, so this one's now, but it's that build a figure size. Okay, I have the Toy Wiz version of Maestro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then there we got some of the Star Wars Black Series Lucasfilm 50th anniversary carded figures. I've announced. seen some of them starting to hit. Well, those are the archive ones you've seen. Yeah. So they've these ones here are uh, made to look like uh, the ones that they announced. There's a, um, a Ben Kenobi, a Greedo, and a Jawa. Okay. And the paint jobs and the card, well, the paint jobs especially, are the old Ken- Kenner look. Yep. And I saw that the Ben Kenobi has more of, like, his robe is kind of like the original. Like the piece of vinyl. Same with the Jawa. It has, yeah. like, the vinyl cape. Yeah. Yeah, they did it that way versus the, uh, you know, basically look like a six-inch Kenner figure. Yeah. And then, so we're getting a Best Buy exclusive wave as well. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, mostly episode one based. And so we get it, Jar Jar's getting re released mm-hmm. without the shield, but apparently the same price as the Jar Jar with the shield. Okay. Um, a Mace Windu, a Battle Droid, and a Qui Gon. Mace and Mace Windu and Qui Gon look to have uh, the newer, a newer head sculpt. Yep. 
Uh, then there's been talks. Oh, actually, they've shown pictures for a re-release of Cal Kestis, which is the character from the newer video game. Yep. The Fallen Order. Uh, this one's a deluxe figure, so it comes with him, his droid. Um, he's got a different. He's got a different poncho. So like in the game, he's changed his outfit. He's got a double bladed lightsaber this time, and there's also a, like a little alien Pokemon looking thing with him too. Okay. And then they announced some more Bad Batch figures. So as Bad Batch is um, of the Bad Batch, they're a, a, an elite clone trooper, they're like the A team of the clone troopers. Okay. Um, they're even called them at one point. They're like they're mutants because they're missed, you know they're genetically different. Gotcha. Uh, and so they have a new cartoon. They're the next cartoon that's coming out. It's, they're going to be having their own cartoon. And in that, there's they announced a elite squad. Um, Stormtrooper, which is pretty much just, it looks like a mix between Stormtrooper armor and clone armor, all black. Okay. Oh, and then, yeah, sorry, one more hit. I promise, the last thing. Um, we had the uh, the trailer and the, everything for Godzilla versus Kong come mm-hmm. out. Yep. And Bandai SH Figure Arts, they have their Monster Arts line, and they've come out, they've announced, they've shown the photos of a Kong and a Godzilla from that that just look awesome. Kong comes with his you know his his battle axe that he ha- you see in the trailer. Yep. Godzilla, I think it comes with like a spray of uh, energy, like his energy spray and stuff. It's just oh, they look great. I need to find myself a good Godzilla and a good Kong. I'll probably look for the NECA ones because they've got some really nice ones. But I would probably get a a really good Kong because I'm I'm. You know, you're very Kong partial. I am. Well, I'm very, very heavily Kong biased. But you know, same thing. Like I'm every version of Kong. Yeah, I I own all the movies, all the first release movies of Kong. So you know, thirty three, seventy six, or sorry, seventy. Yeah, seventy six. 2005 Peter Jackson's and, and Skull Island. Like nice. I, I just, and the, the original 33 again, just amazing mu- movie. Just yeah. Kong is so good. When people get into the debate on who's better, Godzilla or King Kong, there is no debate. No, as far as I'm concerned, there's no debate because they're not the same. No, King Kong is better than Godzilla, hands down. God, like, come on, Kong has more emotion. Kong is the better. Well, no, yeah, okay, sure. I don't know, when it comes down to these movies, especially Godzilla, all I care about is I want to see a giant lizard fighting other giant things and crushing buildings. That's what I want to see. What I want to see with Godzilla versus Kong is they start fighting and something bigger comes. Well, that's the speculation. That's the the rumor. Because there's no reason ever for Kong or Godzilla, one to win. It's like Batman versus Superman. They start fighting. Have you seen the meme? The, oh, Ma- yeah. the Mothra meme? Save Mothra. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Oh, Jesus. Well, I no, hope I that's just, in there. No. I just hope that we find out that there's a bigger monster out there. Like bigger than Rodan, bigger than... Well, if you watch the trailer closely and you listen to the whispers, we may be getting, spoiler, Mechagodzilla. That would be cool. And... If you depending on the lore that you follow, Mechagodzilla was controlled by aliens. They've already established life from out, outside of that of Earth in this Godzilla Kong universe with King Godira. Yeah, and there's talk that there's a bonus scene after the the, the, the final you know, the cut the zinger scene is aliens showing up. No, I can't wait for this movie. I love this franchise. I'm happy they've gotten to the point where they've actually been able to cross the two movies over like they planned because that was always the plan, but you never know if they're going to get there. I just hope that it continues to make enough money that we get to keep seeing these monster movies because a good monster movie is rare. One thing I really, really want, because Skull Island for me was perfect. Skull Island was a perfect movie. It, you know... Okay, it's got campy and cheesy parts. I don't care. It the movie is perfect. I have the Blu-ray. I have 
you know, anytime it's on showcase, I don't care what moment it is on, like when it shows yep. up on TV, I don't care what moment it's on. We always just leave it on that channel because we know we're going to have fun with Skull Island. I want, I want a Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston monster movie, you know, so something taking place in the 70s. Give me those two characters working for Monarch, researching more monsters. Yeah, that works for me. That's what I that. want because they are so good with each other. Oh yeah, well, there's two good actress actor actors, so like put them on screen together, give them a decent script, and they're gonna they'll make it work. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting away from the the. You know. Yeah. Um. But that, so that's it for me for uh, for what's coming out and that's what we're looking forward for to. Future figure file report here. So off to our next segment. We're gonna talk some toys. We're gonna dig back into the yesteryear. And uh, hinted on in the last episode, so let's talk about big play sets. The big boys. You like big play sets and you cannot lie. Nope. I didn't have many big play sets growing up. Well, you had some I had of, two. You had two. That's... I had two. I still have one. I had two. And then the, at least the two that I had, I had them up, both of them up until the last couple of years when I sold one. Uh, growing up, I had, and I still have, the... Of the real Ghostbusters firehouse. Yeah. And that's- I still have it. And I still have all the parts. And actually, for the longest time, I had lost the Ghostbuster sign. Yeah. And I found it randomly in a box at my parents' basement where everything goes to disappear to. Well, and you're pretty lucky to be able to still have that. Oh, no. Yeah. No, my, that's one thing. Like, growing up, like, you know, my parents never decided to throw my toys away or have a yard sale and sell my toys. Uh, and then I was always, I always kept decent care of my toys. You know, I had, you know, growing up, you have some that still get wrecked, but, uh, you know, somebody steps on something or whatever, but, uh, yeah, no, I was very lucky that to, to keep my, my stuff around. Uh, for me, I didn't have a lot of big play sets. Um, now, like as I mentioned, in, <laughs> now you do, well, now I do, but like, as I mentioned in uh, future figure files, Grayskull was always one I wanted, but I never got. So yeah, maybe no. that's why I'm so focused on trying to get Grayskull now. Same like Snake Mountain. My cousin, he had he had Grayskull, he had Snake Mountain, he had all the He-Man stuff. I think one of my cousins had Snake Mountain. And I think growing up, the kid up the street, like my friend that lived two doors up, I think he had a Castle Grayskull. So I do remember playing with Grayskull. I never had Grayskull. And I do remember there was a few times where I played with, with Snake Mountain. Um, actually, I did have some of the smaller play sets. I had the um, the ooze one mm-hmm. where there's this, like the head, the dinosaur head that opens up and the ooze yep. comes out of it and you trap He-Man. I had that uh, from my, the He-Man toys. Um, and then was that one attached to the one? There was the one that was like a rocky, a rock face, and it came with like the rubber snake puppet. Okay, yep. I had that one. That rubber snake puppet did not handle the years. Um, it got all like stuck together and mushy. I remember throwing that away a few years ago. I think I might still have. I wonder if I still have that rock thing. Oh, now I have to go back to my parents' basement and dig around again. Jesus. No, the, the, one of the only play sets I had two. Well, I guess I had one play set, which was the Ewok Village. Okay. Which was later reused for the Robin Hood <laughs> Prince of Thieves Village. Yeah, when, when Kenner was still around and Kenner had the license for the Robin Hood figures and they came out with the Sherwood Forest and it was basically the Ewok Village with a couple leaves that would attach to the top. Yeah. Uh, and even which, with the other vehicles, wasn't there like an Ewok vehicle? That was also repurposed in, yeah, they, in that. Like, pretty much the, everything from that was Ewok. The battle wagon. Or that's something it, like yes. That. And, well, even the, you know, sidebar, but I guess we're in the talking toy segment. The Robin Hood figure was just a re-release of Green Arrow. Okay. It was Green Arrow's body sculpt with a new head. That's funny. But if you look at it, okay, so you come out with the Ewok Village. And then you're coming out with the the Robin Hood figure, which is basically a four-inch figure. That's not the same scale as the Ewok Village. Like when I had the Ewok Village, I um, 
I used it for G.I. Joe because I had more G.I. Joe than Star Wars. But they were too big for, you know, like, they are too big for everything. Like, it just didn't work out the same as having Ewoks. Yeah, no. Um, now, the other one that I had when I was a kid where it's a vehicle, but you could consider it a playset due to the size was the Millennium Falcon. Oh, nice. Uh, my cousin and I, we, uh, we both got identical Millennium Falcons. When okay. We were kids, my my uncle bought them for us for Christmas, and uh, you know I had the Millennium Falcon. I never had Han. I never had <laughs> Han. I never had Chewie. I had nobody to pilot the Millennium Falcon, but I had the Millennium Falcon. Oh, nice. And then uh, a kid. I'm not going to say who it is. I don't think they'll listen to the podcast. But anyways, they convinced me that if you tore the cardboard out. So there was a cardboard section that fit in between the, the upper and lower shell of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And if you tore that out, apparently there was, there's other storage bays back there and there, there's a whole weapon section and, and, uh, and there's a, there's a walkway that you can get up to the, uh, up to the cockpit. So instead of like taking mine apart with like screws, I took a knife and I cut it out Aww. and then you cut out the cardboard and you look and it was like. The under, just the underside There's of the shell. There's nothing there. So I ruined my, my Millennium Falcon, you know, somewhere Did you kick that kid's ass? Well, no. Okay. But when I told that kid, and then they just laughed in my face, and they went, oh, I didn't think you'd actually do it. So, yep, I destroyed my Millennium Falcon. Oh. And when they came out with the, the one legacy collection like years and years and years ago where it was like a $300 Millennium Falcon. I, oh, that big one? Yeah, I debated buying it, but never did. Um, so another play set that I had that I no longer have, um, I had the Thundercats lair. I had the big Thundercats castle. Mm-hmm. I won it through a giveaway on Shreddy's cereal boxes. It was one of those ones where you had to like you mail in the cereal tops, like the you yeah. know, the thing, the you know you get it the the thing off the coupon off of the box of cereal and you mail away, and I I actually won it. It was one of the, the grand prizes, and so I won uh, the Cat's Lair. It came with a, a Thundercats tank, um, a couple figures, but it was always in the fi- of course it came with like, um, oh my god, Lion-O and Panthero. But it's like yeah, I already had those, so of course guess who my brother got to have those. Um, but uh, it's pretty cool. I just, I, you know, my mom, they came in the mail and my mom came and picked me up at like school on my lunch break the day it came in and I got, went home and it had this big Thundercat, like this big box with this, you know, it had the cool light, you know, it would shoot uh, like a light beam out of the cat's mouth on the mm-hmm. top. And then it came with a, a, a vehicle and that uh, the villains would ride that sh- would shoot a laser back. And then you could do that. And it would, if you hit it enough times, it would open up the front door. Okay. Um, it was pretty cool, but just, uh, I don't really collect Thundercats anymore. And, uh, so I've since passed it on. It's, uh, it got sold to Big B and then they've sold it on to someone else. So it's found a new home. Yep. Uh, the other, I would say I have one of the, I'd say the Crystal Skull or sorry, the, uh, not Crystal Skull. Holy, Holy Grails. Grails. You say Crystal Skulls. <laughs> ah. You've got a grail. Many people's grail. Crystal Skull, Holy Grail, <laughs> Temple of it Doom, is, whatever. It is, it is cursed. Um, no, I probably have the Holy Grail. Of, the Holy Grail of three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe. Of well, I, actually, I, I'd say probably of toy collecting. Yeah. Like the most, the most adventurous plan for any company to come out with a playset, and that's the flag. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful. And it, it, it's six feet of yeah. Well, you know your aircraft carrier. You're over seven feet long, oh. two and a half feet wide, um, foot and a half tall, foot, foot uh, tall, almost two feet tall. Yeah. By the time you you get to the top of the antenna, that's true. Yeah. It is the it's mammoth. I oh, have yeah. a documentary called Operation Blastoff, and it's about the creation of GI Joe. And it was produced by one of the main designers, his kid. Uh, so Ron Rudat is one of the, the main designers for G.I. Joe. He actually created the Cobra logo. And, and uh, I got to meet him a few years ago. 
and see the original artwork. So when the, the Cobra logo, I, I, Ron Rudat showed it to me. Nice. Tristan and Ron came out with a documentary called Operation Blastoff, and they were talking about the flag. And they, they were interviewing the designer of the flag, and he came come up with this idea, we want to make an aircraft carrier. And they mocked it up. They made a prototype of it. And they wheeled it into Hasbro offices and said, okay, this is what we have planned. And one of the, you know, the top brass at Hasbro said, okay, is this like the Toy Fair display? No, this is what it's going to be. Um, well, it's kind of big. Nope, this is what it's going to be. It's like, well, can it, can it go under a kid's bed? Yeah, sure, it can. <laughs> <laughs> if the kid's bed is two feet off the ground. So they, they basically made promises of what it could do. Yeah, and, just so they could make it. And they covered the, you know, they talked about the production of it. 100,000 flags were made. When you think about G.I. Joe was sold all over the world. Yep. You know, especially how popular heavy, heavy, heavily sold here in North America. Yeah. So 100,000 were produced, and I have one of them. Yep. When I was a kid, I never saw one in stores. I never seen one in box for sale. Um, I got lucky. I really got lucky that I found somebody selling off their whole collection. Yeah. And... I passed on a few other things because to me, the two biggest things I wanted from them was the flag and the pterodrome. Now, my flag is about 85% complete. It has some weather and some age on it. You know, it's yellowed in a lot of spots, but I don't care because it's the MF and flag. Yep. You know, like it's, and even like talking to Mark at Big B, like the, the flag is such the holy grail of something because not everyone can own it. You have to have a spot for it. Yeah. At That's being the seven thing. and a half, like over seven feet long, you can't just put it anywhere. No. And it was so daunting. I had to pack it away for six years. I built a building designed for the flag. <laughs> like my GI Joe collection. I built a building for the it. bunker. Yeah. My bunker and the design of the bunker. The requirement was I had to have shelving on both sides and the flag. Yep. Unfortunately, by the time I was done, I didn't even make the bunker big enough that I had to put the flag in a different, different spot, different that, spot that I wanted. But, but it works because you, you, know, you the way you've got it stuff down, you, you know, it's in the middle aisle. Yep. You can access it from both sides. Oh, when I had and it, underneath it, so when I had it set up in my office before, I could only look at the one side of it. Yep. I never no, I saw remember. the other side. Yeah, uh, I used to have a mirror set up. Yeah, so I could try That's to right. look and see the other side of it. Um, so yeah, now I can walk on both sides of the flag. And then now, so you can put, you can put your figures all over it. You've got what, like, oh, th I've got three Sky Strikers on I have it. Three Sky Strikers. I have the Power Glide Rattler. Yep. I have a Tomahawk. I have the Dragon Hawk Chopper from Rise of Cobra. And, and you've got it dropping the little sea ship. Yeah, I have um, on the crane. Yeah, I have a I have a shark being lowered off of the crane. Yeah, so it's a really cool setup. You'll have to post I'll, a I'll picture. I'll be posting more pictures on our our new uh, Tales from the Collectiverse Instagram here. Um, you know, shoot some more videos and that kind of stuff. Some more IGTVs and and reels. But uh, was there a play set that you always wanted that you can never get? Oh. If you if you're in a time machine, you go back to like six year old or ten year old Ryan Parent. What what Which play did, set? Oh, I don't know. Want? I don't know. Like I, I at, well, at one point I would have wanted a Castle Grayskull, mm -hmm. but since I never had one, I always uh, you know like you know I anytime I there was like a big box around the house or like a, a good sized cardboard box that was not being used for something that I could cut up and draw in. It would end up being turned into like a Castle Grayskull or some kind of fort for my for Transformers, like an Ark or something like that, because it wasn't really any Transformer playsets. No, well, um, tra Transformers were pretty big to begin with. They were their own playset. <laughs> you know, like if you look at the size of Blaster. Yeah. If you were finding something the size of Blaster to put Blaster yeah, in. Yeah, but that. he was a bit oversized compared to a lot. Of, like that's the one thing back then. The scale on a lot of those guys was all yeah. over the place. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know because I guess when it came to playsets back then, because I, I, back then I wasn't a Star Wars collector. Like I had a few Star Wars figures, but I didn't have any vehicles or anything like that. I had some Joe vehicles, but I didn't even know really that there were the big bases, other than seeing them in the foldout, uh, those foldout catalogs. Um, having the firehouse, like I was really happy with because I was a big Ghostbuster. I had my Ghostbuster figures. I've always been a Ghostbuster fan. That's one of those ones I'm glad I've been able to hold on to because it can still fit in my collection. Yep, and I've been able to add to it with other stuff. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I can pick one. What about yourself? Most of the ones I ever wanted, I got. I was going to say, because uh, no, which ones don't you have now? I didn't have them then. No. But I got them now. But that's like, the benefit, right? I, like the flag, the Terradrome, the G.I. Joe base from 82. And, and being a lifelong Joe fan like you are, when everybody else was getting out and selling their collections, that's when you were able to rebuild your collection. Well, yeah, I was able to jump right on board, like, you know, if you look at from 2006 to 2010. Yeah. So in the time, you know, the dark times when there's no cartoon, yeah. there's no movies. Well, right. Ba- well, you had, Rete- you had Renegades. You had Yeah, but Resolute. that was later. Well, Renegades, that, especially Renegades. Even that time, like leading up but until you had, Retaliation. Well, did you not pick up the flag before that? I bought the flag in like 2008. Oh, okay. So just before Rise of Cobra... But now, like all that stuff is just insane priced. But oh. I was buying it like I was buying guys' collections for three hundred bucks. Yeah. Now, now that you bought those guys' collections for three hundred bucks, they're trying to rebuy those collections, and, and individual parts are costing them three hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. Um, so those ones I got. I would say probably the only other big play set that I always wanted. Um, Again, it's not really a playset; it's a vehicle. But the size of the vehicle makes it a playset. Yeah, that'd be an AT-AT. I always wanted an AT-AT. I would, I would, if I could find one at a good price nowadays, I'd probably buy one. Like just to put in as a background piece in my with what like, it wouldn't be in scale with my six-inch figures. Oh, could you imagine a six-inch in scale AT-AT? Oh, that would be pretty that, cool. The Tie Fighter that they came out with was huge, and I kicked myself. I had a chance to buy one of those TIE Fighters. That was a first order TIE Fighter mm-hmm. for like 50 bucks, mm-hmm. brand new at like Toys, Toys, Toys. And I hesitated and didn't do it because my thought was, where am I going to put that thing? Well, you could put it where you have your Batwing. <laughs> no, Batwing, at least the Batwing, the, bat, <laughs> the Batwing I can hang on the wall and it's flat. Yeah. The the TIE Fighter is much more three-dimensional, yeah, three-dimensional. But there is um, a snow speeder out right now. Okay, that one I wouldn't mind. I haven't seen it around. It's pricey too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that one, but uh, yeah. I only have so much space. Well, and th- yeah, all the big playsets I wanted was the GI Joe ones. Um, I did have a few Ghostbusters, so the firehouse would have been cool. Um, you know, the other ones like you know would have loved to have had some version of a bat cave at some point. But by that point, I was, you know, like 14, 15 years old. You know what I forgot that I did have? I had one of the sewer play sets. Okay. Because I had a, I had a, a bunch of turtle stuff. Um, Brent now has my turtle sewer play set. Um, and uh, yeah, I had that. My brother at one point picked up the uh, shredder. They had that drill that mm-hmm. they would get around in. Yep. He had that. So between my brother and I, we had a bunch of different uh, turtle vehicles and stuff like that. Um, I would have loved to have had like a Terradrome yep. to go with my turtle stuff when I was really into turtles. But yeah, that was that just never happened. And now that's one of those uh, hard to find one. Brent has one, but it's not complete, but he's got the, the, the important parts. He's yep. got like the eyeball and just yeah, some of them you can, you know, like I've some of the, my bigger GI Joe pieces. Yeah. You know, you're missing, you know, it could be, well, I got the one base from the 90s. You know, it's 60% complete, but it's complete enough. Yeah, it it looks right. It holds the figures right. It displays well. And unless you know that it's missing parts, you don't yeah. know it's missing parts. You know, and, and same like I have the General from 1990. Yeah. The G.I. Joe General. It's missing, like it's about 55% complete. It's missing a bunch of stuff. But the great thing is, is the pieces it does have is all on the front of it. Yeah. So when you look at it real close, you'd be like, oh, it's complete. When you look at the back, it's missing a bunch. But, yeah. uh, like, 
as far as with my collection now and these playsets now, big part for me is how does it make my my collection look and display, yep. and how can I photograph it? Because you know, part of my collecting is I like to take pictures of it. And I want to get into doing more of that, and so the more things like they've announced, like those, like there was that partnership between Hasbro and Space Walls, where they were supposed to be putting out these sets of walls from that looked like the interior of the Death Star. Mm-hmm. They announced it. I want to say at least at last year's Toy Fair, if not the year before, and they have yet to come to market. But like things like that, I know there's like some nice um, uh, cardboard sets um, that are out there that my <laughs> Drew picked one up for me for my birthday, but it's on pre it's on uh, pre order right now. So when I get that, I'll be able to start doing a bunch of photos with it. Um, I've picked up the Diamond Select. I bought the Diamond Select Ghostbusters because it had the build a rooftop diorama. Mm-hmm. Which is more or less the equivalent to a playset nowadays because you don't get a lot of playsets for stuff nope. nowadays. The market's just not there. No. Nope. And when you do get playset parts, like um, in the vintage line for Star Wars, the three and three quarter inch, they've come out recently with a carbon freezing chamber. Yeah. But it's only half the cha- half of it. If you want it to be the full look, you got to buy two of them to put them together to get the full round platform with the stairs on both sides. And then they've also recently come out with the Tent of Four hallway, which is like you get a floor, one door, one or two doors, and then one one wall with a front and a back part to the wall. Now they're made so that they're modular and they can be attached yeah. at different at right angles from each other so you can build, but they're not cheap and they're only for three and three quarter inch. It's like, no, I want it bigger. I am a six inch collector. I like big toys. Yeah. Give me big play sets. Keep the prices down. Yeah. I think it's just the way the price point is now. Like, they can get away with $30 for a figure, but, yeah. you know, charging $200 for a play set isn't going to happen. Yep. Right. Well, that's the thing. And then, well, like we've all seen, the kids that were buying toys in the 80s and 90s are now adults that are buying toys in the years, you know, in the 2000 pluses. And kids aren't playing with toys nowadays. Nope. It's just... It's the adults that are the nostalgia that we've got money to, to burn. We want to relive our childhood and we want to buy our action figures again. And we're the ones buying the toys. We try to buy them for our kids and they'll play with them for a bit. And they want, but then they want to play with video games because yeah. dopamine. Well, that's why we're doing the podcast. Yep. And that's why it's an adult podcast for adult toy collectors and yep. other collectors. It's. That's why we call Tales from the Multi or Collectiverse. Not the Multiverse. That's a whole different it's thing. It's for Copyright. old guys like us to talk about the stuff we like and the stuff we're going to get. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, wraps up episode two here. So yeah, I think we've chatted on long enough for yeah. today. So thank you for joining in. Uh, we'll come up with some great talking toys next next podcast. Uh, Ryan and I will figure out uh, what things we want to talk about from yesteryear. But. Yep. Uh, you can find I guess you can find me on the main show on True North Nerds podcast episodes, and then I'll be playing with our Instagram and with Ed on uh, Tales from the Collectorverse. Yep. And you can find me on two spots here. Uh, you can find on the Tales from the Collectorverse Instagram. We're going to be posting more content there. Also, you can find me on Snowhawk Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, just give a like, give a follow. Even uh, send us a message on either of the pages. Just tell us what you're into collecting and, uh, you know, introduce yourselves. Hey, maybe uh, might bring you on as a future yeah, guest. Share, share your thoughts. Share your collections. Yep. Give let's us, see the pictures of them. And, uh, well, that being said, let's cue the music and let's go home. So we'll yep, let, beers are empty. Time yep, for a refill. Beers are empty. Let's uh, kick her off to Rex to send us home. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay. Cosplay.